Senator Ted Cruz has introduced a Senate bill to eliminate daylight savings time and replace it with gaslight savings time. <laughs> gaslight savings time. Get it? It's like pouring gas on the dry, leafy tinderbox that is our democracy. <laughs> so funny. And so very true at the same time. And guess what else? Senator Lindsey Graham is co-signing that bill with Ted. Gaslighting the country as if he, too, doesn't give a shit about his constitutional responsibility or our safety whatsoever, and fuck you very much. There's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information. After the Clinton debacle, which you presided over and did a hell of a good job, there'll be riots in the streets. Riots in the street. Riots in the streets. She spiders and he spiders of the omnipotent Arachnology. I have an exclusive theory I'm going to share here, though I think many of you probably have the same idea as I do. So I'm just going to hint at it, and then you'll get the gist of what I'm saying. Okay? So here it goes. It's almost as if Senator Graham has got all sorts of pent-up um, anger. Pent, pent-up angst. Uh, kind of, sort of like um, uh, a sexual tension, if you will. Or what the kids of today call blue balls. Or the bright blue canoe. Carnal tunnel syndrome, under belated and semen belated, or chastity belted and penis no felted, or a tight and twisty two ten. Painful as hell, if you know what I mean. Google it. You know what is so funny though? President Trump, who has never suffered from blue balls, because he literally has never ever reframed from orgasming. That's not just ketchup crusted on the Oval Office walls, if you know what I'm saying. He absolutely loved Lindsay's call to arms. Almost as if Lindsay was talking directly to Trump on his Fox News interview. Like the senator was talking to an audience of one. As if magically applying his supple lips to Trump's well-lubed anus hole straight through the television airwaves. And it worked, too. In order to amplify that message and encourage unhinged lunatics and magas to riot in the streets, President Trump retweeted Lady Lindsay's decree to commit violence on his Truth Social account, or whatever they do on Truth Social. I'm guessing they don't retweet over there. Retruth, maybe? Untruth? Lie. Ah, who the fuck really cares? I'll tell you what. If nothing else, Lindsay definitely poked the sleeping bear, if you know what I mean. No one expects politics to be a patty cake. No one. Literally no one. No one expects politics to be patty cake. They sometimes get mean as hell. Patty cake, patty cake, Lindsey Graham. 
Let's start a riot as fast as we can. But the idea you turn on the television and see senior senators and congressmen saying, if such and such happens, there'll be blood in the street. Where the hell are we? Where the hell are we? What kind of developed Western country has leaders who actually encourage us to fight in the streets? That's some kind of third world shithole country dictator type talk. But God damn it, if Lindsay didn't go all the way with that gaslighting. Makes me so proud. He said the quiet part out loud. Can't think those rhinos, Mitch, Mitt, and Elizabeth, are all too happy about this development. Nor are them three probably all too thrilled with the legislation Lady Lindsay introduced that would institute a federal ban on abortion after 15 weeks. Cause it's um riling up them lady dams just in time for the midterms. Lindsay said he was inspired to propose this foundationally Christian legislation because a woman's vagina is such a slippery slope. And the goddamn libtards are fixing to require abortions for all pregnant people everywhere. Last year, the Dems proposed the Women's Health Protection Act. Women's health. Yeah, right. Less about women's health, per se, and a lot more like bigotry and prejudice against cute little fetuses. Or, if I'm speaking the PC lingo of the Dems, it's straight-up anti-fetusism. Ask me an MTG, Lady Lindsay ought to take his bill one step further and make it a hate crime. Every time a fertilized egg is forcefully and or naturally removed from a woman's body, unless said fertilized egg happens to be a fully formed nine-month-old actual baby. But being that I am a humble Christian servant, I must give credit where credit is due and give a kudo to the Dems. They are better at naming their bills than we magas. Their bill, again, be entitled the Women's Health Protection Act, where the GOP bill, designed to entirely disenfranchise all women, and in particular, women of color, everywhere, protecting pain-capable unborn children from late-term abortions act. End quote. Whew! Goddamn, that's a mouthful but not really accurate. It's not really the protecting pain-capable unborn children from late-term abortions act. It's more like the protecting pain-capable but not probable unborn fetuses from earlier midterm abortions whilst concurrently sending ladies' progress back to the Stone Ages. Bill. Hi, about now is when I'm going to do my disclaimer about the Ted Cruz gaslighting joke. I can't, in good conscience, take the credit for that hilarity. A claim for that side-splitter joke belongs to my friend on the Twitter, Captain Obvious, a.k.a. at the fun guy 669 at the F-U-N-G-I-669. I asked Captain Obvious for permission to share said joke because, frankly, I am miffed at Senator Ted, a.k.a. Lion Ted, a.k.a. Cancun Cruise, a.k.a. Fat Wolverine. I mean, sure. I'm not saying that Fat Wolverine hasn't debased himself adequately 
in an attempt to win some attaboys from President Trump. I'm not suggesting he hasn't contorted his body in the most twisted and revealing of positions in order to prove fealty to Trump. I mean, my God, Lion Ted is a guy who has literally sold his soul for a fleeting taste of power. And he has compromised his faith, his morals, his ethics. But that's not the bad part. The bad part is that he had the unbridled audacity to call RJ6 political hostages terrorists. Terrorists, goddammit. That's just a Democrat talking point. Those so-called terrorists are heroic heroes who got tossed in the who's cow for heroism. They're definitely not like the terrorists who the Dems like to side with. Not dangerous terrorists like the squad or the liberal academia. Just take a listen to my girl MTG on this important subject. I think Senator Cruz is smart enough to know, since he's an attorney, that no one's been charged with terrorism, just like no one has been charged with insurrection. I think that was very irresponsible of him to call them terrorists, and I'm, I, I completely disagree. MTG and me completely disagree with Cancun Cruz. Calling them terrorists couldn't be further from the truth. Those J6 political prisoners are the best of us Americans. Look no further than Elmer Stewart Rhodes III of Granbury, Texas, founder and leader of the pro-white male justice group, the Oath Keepers. Elmer was one of the first patriots indicted for trying to explode democracy. How do you libtards not understand that he is a champion of the little people? Elmer deserves to be more than a footnote in the non-critical race theory history books. He's a hero, the likes of Nelson Mandela and Aung San Suu Kyi. And when I reflect on the tragic assassination of Ashley Babbitt, I think of Gandhi or Bobby Kennedy. Man, it just makes me so sad. I'm all for back in the blue. And looking the other way a couple dozen times a month when they target, you know, BLMers and such. The GOP is deaf pro-police and all that. Except for the goddamn FBI, of course. But I have it on inside knowledge that the J6 Capitol Police had been infiltrated by the Antifa. And it was them who murdered innocent little Ashley after she penetrated the Capitol building and spit on all we hold sacred. We love you, Ashley Babbitt. I have my Ashley Babbitt bobblehead on my bedside table next to my portrait of President Donald J. Trump hanging from a crucifix. Hey, a lot like Jesus. It's the first time I ever noticed that before. You know, say what you will about him, but he has a really big heart. A really, really big heart. Just take a look, see at what he said when he called Mickey, Ashley's mama, for condolences. Almost, um, one year later, after she died. It's a terrible thing that has happened to a lot of people that are being treated very, very unfairly. Trump be calling no fairsies at the very highest levels. Uh, we love Ashley, and it was so, so horrible what happened to her. She got disappeared. 
that man. United States Capitol Police Officer. Shot Ashley as a disgrace. Disgraceful. And then he goes on television and it looked like he was actually bragging about it. Bragging about it. Out there, bragging about fighting to protect the Capitol and, and the congressman and the vice president and such. Goddamn braggart. There's never been a thing like this has happened in our country. And I just want to tell everybody that's listening, we're with you. We're working with a lot of different people on this. And we can't let this happen. Never been a thing like this that has happened. Stand back and stand by. Lock and load Christian soldiers. Stand back. Stand by. Nothing like a little hint or nudge, if you will, to our brethren in the Proud Boys Worship Group to stand back and wait for your next holy mission and call to arms by the leader of our free world. Speaking of the disgrace that is the FBI, take a sweet listen to my man crush. My bow tie boo, my sun-kissed scrotum soldier, Tucker Carlson, who has a breaking Fox News alert for you. So a Fox News alert for you, a remarkable story. We don't know the full parameters of it, but apparently the FBI has launched a full-scale purge of supporters of Donald Trump. This is simply horrifying news. If I'm reading between Tucker's lines correctly and I'm picking up what he's putting down, the GDFBI, or as me and MTG call them, the gazpacho soup of law enforcement, has launched a purge of us Christian nationalists. The Biden administration is disappearing us MAGAs. Disappearing us. And for what? Because we're patriots? Because we love baseball and apple pie? Because we don't like looking critically at actual history or Theories about race and social justice or uh, equally because we don't like looking at women as independent, sentient beings capable of making their own choices about their lives and their families. Nope. I'll tell you why, because we're getting disappeared on my next episode of Thorn in the USA. Pretty damn good tease, huh? Very similar to that 1980s episode of Dallas. And who the fuck shot JR? We had to wait all summer to find out. And now y'all just have to wait a week to find out why the fuck Sleepy Joe is disappearing us magas. Also next week, this headline out of one of my go-to reads, The American Conservative, How Big Tech Turns Kids Trans. Quote, Digital spaces are ever more designed to promote sexual and transgender content, end quote. But this is not the end of our GOP MAGA gaslighting party. Until next week, a vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene is proof that you're more worried about the culture wars than you are of getting nuclearly vaporized by a Putin revenge bomb when Zelensky penetrates that Russian border. Now go to the Apple and rate us five stars. Pretend we're in the military and I'm a five-star general. No pansy-ass three-star generals like Mike Flynn, but five stars. Also, tell them how funny I am. 
Apparently, when pod hosts take themselves too seriously, like Ben Shapiro does, it's not a good thing for the ratings. But then again, Ben Shapiro has like one or ten million more listeners than I do. So forget what I just said. Bye. This podcast, Thorn in the USA, is brought to you by a group of concerned citizens who are incredibly frustrated and angry at the lack of common sense and decency in our political representatives. If you enjoyed this episode, please send your support to Marcus Flowers for Congress in the great state of Georgia. Links are in our show notes, and thank you for listening. Tucker. Tucker Carlson. Talk dirty to me, will ya? I want to get my kink on. We actually have free speech at Fox, and it's really clear. If you're urging someone to imminent violence, that is not protected. Anything else is. And so the idea that, you know, hate speech is a real category or speech that offends me should be banned or should become criminally prosecutable is like insane. Nobody. And I mean nobody can defend hate speech like Tucker Swanson McNear Carlson. But come on, Tuck. You know as well as me we love it when Trumpy and Lindsay and Fat Wolverine incite violence. We live for that shit, don't we, Tuck? Only thing that would make it better is if we were tubing down the Chattahoochee together. You, me, a blankie. Some two buck chuck. Drip. Drip. Drip.